When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, everyone. Tuesday morning, maybe not where you're listening. Maybe it's not Tuesday morning. Maybe you're listening in Vegas. still Monday. But good morning if you're listening on SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney. And for the first hour, we welcome you listening on SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane. Patton Hills will be along from 6am Queensland time. Or if you're listening anywhere else across the SEN network, good morning to you. Or listening belatedly, of course, on the podcast, anything you miss on the program. Yesterday's interview with Ricky Ponting, plenty of people downloaded that. You can get us on your your favourite podcast uh, platform. We can compare storms today. Greg Alexander, as I welcome you this morning. Um, Good morning, uh, Andrew. You did say you did say you are sick of uh, sick of summer, the hot weather. Then you've got to be sick of the storms. I mean, what mm. what's doing on the Gee, storm one front? Ripped. Yeah, one ripped through last night. I woke up. Would have been one. One o'clock this morning. The the rain was that hard on the windows. And I I know we had storms yesterday. I was in town yesterday and. Uh, so got, I was actually in Bondi yesterday, Vossi, and uh, Bondi got drenched. Bondi got drenched through the uh, through just after lunch time yesterday. Storms, uh, lightning. Um, so yeah, I, I I'm I'm a little bit over. I, I don't mind a bit of rain, but I don't mind. Oh no, I don't mind a bit of rain, but the. Yeah. Uh, I, I do know that um, my Fox League colleagues are filming for the fan yesterday. They're at Cronulla. I'm actually off to the St. George Illawarra Dragons today, Brandy. But uh, yesterday they were at Cronulla, and wherever they park their car opposite the ground, when they mm. returned to the cars, the water was up to the door. The flash really? flooding. Yes, yes. So um, I hope Lara okay, can wear so, her best shoes. And the, the sudden storm did, uh, it impacted Taylor Swift too, apparently. Well, if you read the Sydney Morning Herald, that is an amazing piece of uh, journalism there. The Sydney Morning Herald lead story manages to get a Taylor Swift reference. A sudden storm has swept through the East Coast as Taylor Swift's jet prepared to land in Sydney. She got delayed a bit, mind you. Mm. Well, yes, yes. Going on how how it was yesterday afternoon. But last night, it was was pretty big. Certainly in my neck of the woods. I don't know how you went in the Highlands, but uh, you were in the Highlands last night. I saw a photo. You posted it. Obviously, you you're at a gin bar. So I've 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 had a couple of little you know stories, non-alcoholic alcoholic stories, uh, new drinks, spicy yep. margaritas, non-alcoholic spirits, which I still we we didn't have any yep. like. I, I, I can't get my head around non-alcoholic spirits. I don't know why they're made. But anyway. Okay. Still, um, this is our Monday segment, the alcohol. How was segment, the gin anyway. bar? Well, you, the you gin were, bar was you, good. You were the slurping back on the gin and, gin and tonics. 
bear at a hotel in uh, Barrow. It's got a little gin bar, but it was also to eat the meal. It was at the actual dinner table that they brought the gin from the gin bar. So it was just uh, repaying a favour. Um, you know, our friends had hosted us previously, and, and then it was our turn to pay. So okay. Yeah, seriously, with the football season, um, uh, asked them and said, oh, so when are you available next? And I said, oh, well... November? Oh, oh yeah, November. <laughs> and I said, better do it this week. Better do it this week or uh, then it gets a little bit hectic. So that was very pleasant. I must say, I'm going to throw a question at you. And mm, you right now on one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, play um, PR man, if you will, or PR woman, mm. if you will. When the Joseph Swalihi uh, story was floating about, and we were talking about it every day and it would come up on text lines, the rugby union people, and Eddie may have been driving this, um, said, you know, the publicity this is worth. I've even forgotten the chairman's name now. What was the chairman? Hamish. Hamish, that's it. Hamish said, well, what about the publicity we're getting? It's worth millions of dollars. Like, because people are talking about Swalihi, this is, is, you know, publicity Mm. you can't buy. Rugby's in the news. Okay. So on that scale, that let's say that was worth millions, so yeah, three, four million. How much publicity is Vegas worth to the NRL? Like how many articles have been written on Vegas, weekend papers, exposés, every day, mm-hmm. social media, um, people pull you up on the street. The Vegas I th- I think- venture, has there been anything more spoken about than the Vegas venture in the history of rugby league? For an event. There might not have been. There, but I, don't know whether, I don't know whether a grand final gets as much right up. Well, I think has. it does, but yes. But, but you're right. And the good barometer is uh, when you're walking the streets, Vossi. How many, how many times have you been asked you're going to Vegas? Like, Everywhere. Over the summer. Everywhere. Yep. Yeah. Everywhere. So that's a good barometer. So uh, the Joseph Swali'i um, <clears throat> impact on rugby, yep. So let's say 10 million. Well, you'd have to say 100 million. Yeah, well, Joseph Swalee's story now spare change, isn't it? It's it's spare yeah. change. Um, so you know, I, I can only think it's going to be resounding success. My my, I must say, if you've if you've got any hesitation or you know doubts, the, the mm. one thing is the field is the field size. Now, Brandy, you are the football analyst. Have you really had a good think about the narrowing of the field, six meters in width lost? Yeah, what impact that's going to have on the quality of play it's a that defender. we see? Well, it's, a, it's, yeah. it's more than a, it's more than one defender. So, um, and not teams don't always spread from sideline to sideline, do they? Like defensive no. lines don't go from sideline to sideline. Uh, but I heard Jason Demetrio talking on it yesterday when South flew out, and he said we didn't think it'd be much of a a difference until we marked out a field to the width of what we're playing yeah, right. on. And then we realised that it will have an impact. That's what he said. So, right. and, and I've been saying it right from the right from mm. the get go. A narrower field uh, will be tough for the sides. It'll it'll make it more dif- much more difficult. So it'll the just... product, the product <laughs> is impacted. So well, do you say maybe. to the referees? Mm. Do yeah, you well, say to it? the referees in the full knowledge? So with the teams with the full knowledge, keep them back thirteen metres. Keep them back. You know, make it a big one off. Yeah, a big 10. Yeah, 12, 13. Or do you not tell them that you're going to do that? Just do it. I, yeah. I, then yeah, then I if you're told, I suppose if you're told in advance, it probably going to be a lot of dummy half running. Mm. So we'll, but how best do you show the product? That Everything else, I think, is falling into place yeah. for, for a fantastic event. 
can't believe because it's just yeah, we got to they did say they did say that Allegiant Stadium is narrower than a lot of other NFL stadiums. So sometimes when you see you know you're watching an NFL game and you go, well, there's plenty of room on the sideline there. Like mm. you, there's plenty of room. There's plenty of people on sidelines, both sidelines. They can stretch it out. I'm, yeah, 63 metres, if, if in fact it gets to 63 metres wide, um, will be a, a bit of an issue. All right. Have you say on Vegas if you've got a few little doubts? Um, you know, your, your, your ledger column, your positives and negatives, if you're starting to get focused on it, um, what's your thoughts? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, And you can get on the text line as well. Yeah, but then it is the same for both sides. So, uh, now, Des Hasler, you, you, this is a, a perfect example of you don't know what you've got until it's gone. And Desi, we missed Desi last year. And I, did. I, I didn't realise how much until I heard this little bit of audio from uh, Brisbane Channel 9 before the weekend's games. Uh, more than likely. And on that note, we're finished. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers. Good on you. Finished? Yeah, no, we're finished. I'm done. All right. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Press conference. Yeah, <laughs> he le- he just he left them hanging. They don't. Des, we, we've only just started. Yep, I've had enough. He's, That's it. Yeah, he's had enough. Yeah, see ya. Des, Des, Good yeah, stuff. Getting back shots. Des, the fingers through the hair, the mane. Yep. It's incredible hair. That uh, okay. Uh, yesterday we spoke about uh, well, the now famous equestrian um, Shane Rose, the Olympian, mm. three-time Olympian. Uh, which we didn't know until yesterday, until no, we started no, talking about him, the man Put King. the sport, put him on the map. Yep. Uh, well, you know, if, if rugby are going to get their, their pound of flesh out of Joseph Swali, equestrian, go to, go to town. Shane Rose, you, you're everywhere. People know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's been cleared. Right. It's all good. It's all finished. Imagine that inquiry. So we had someone, one person, I, I would suggest, complain. So they said they were going to hold an inquiry, and uh, it's over. It's finished. But uh, I'd out the person who complained. I'd out them. Well, that's I'd right. Them. They should. I'd, uh, should out them. That's okay. If we've, we've got some Shane. You're we have got some Shane Rose. We're going to hear we, from him. Let's do it. Let's put this whole story to bed. Here we go. I didn't hear anyone uh, say anything negative, but um, unfortunately somebody took offence. A lot of the, my friends are there, and they're all laughing. Oh, my God. If I've overstepped the mark, I'm sorry for that. that uh, I didn't mean to offend anyone. What's that? I don't even know what that means. If I overstepped the mark, it was fancy dress, and he wore a mankini on the back of a horse. It's funny. Um, but uh, but a question, Australia. Have a good look at yourself. Go in the room of mirrors today and have a look at yourself and how you deal with one complaint. Like, seriously, mm. it should have just been, thank you for your complaint. We'll take that on board. Um, goodbye. Go away. It should, have, it should have never made the paper. It should, well, no. It, nothing, nothing. It just should have just been wiped. Bang. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Mm. Hope you enjoyed his, the day. His photo should have popped up in Woman's Day or New Idea and said, look, you know, this this was this was really in bad taste. Um, yeah. But certainly no inquiry and certainly, you know, hanging over his head, as reported in the yeah. the media, he could miss the Olympics. Because yeah, amazing, of like amazing, amazing, amazing. And you question Australia having to, you know, these people that have never been mentioned in the press before. And Darren Gosher, I think, was we established was the chief executive. I mean, what does he do? How busy is his job? But suddenly mm. his phone was ringing off the hook. Well, he should have 
They should have just dealt with it. Anyway, we move on from that. I think Jimmy Smith had the right policy yesterday. He was sick of it by the time he came on here on SEN. He said tried to make it a mankini for his own, so to speak. So Fair enough. So we're, we're probably finished there. What about the back page of The Telegraph today? Now, love to hear from you if you have had a heart scare. Don't want to – I just think it is something we need to talk about out in the open. Uh, 1-300-01-1170. Tell us your own experience of – Everything is sweet. You don't know anything is wrong. And then one day, bam, you've, you've had this problem. You've found out. Because that's the story that Mark Bosnich, Bosser, is telling today. Saying along the way, attributing part of the fact being saved to Robbie Slater. Now, they've been feuding, if you will, or no talkies for quite some time. But when they saw each other the other week, Bosser was having, um, he was having, what was it, chest pains below the throat. Mm. Burning pain or pain and end up quite serious. Could have been... Could have been brown bread. I, I think a lot of people. Bosser. Yeah, a lot of people think that it's heartburn. So when heartburn can be misdiagnosed as heart problems. Um, mm. So Boz are obviously uh, going through that. But uh, yeah, well, there, there's plenty of there's plenty of stories because most people don't know. Most people don't get tested. Most people don't just and don't. So, uh, lots of people out there, Vossi, don't realise that they have um, genetic heart problems. Mm. Yeah, you know, and and that is that's the that's the biggest risk when, you know, bad hearts are passed on from your parents. Yeah, you right. don't know. Well, let's talk about this this morning because it might it, by you sharing your story on our open line or text line this morning, you may potentially save the life of another listener. We're all a family here that they hear that and and think, gee, I had those symptoms and sort of dismiss them. Uh, so share your story this morning, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. in light of the story around Bozza, Mark Bosnich, that thankfully he's still out there laughing and getting on with life because uh, things could have been a little grim. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. serious topic, but obviously with happy endings if you're uh, going to be telling the story on air today. But if you can help another listener, that would be fantastic. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. text zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Uh, just a little bit of sport. We've got uh, EPL game this morning kicking off at 7. We've got Everton taking on Crystal Palace. It's 16th playing 18th. Mm. Uh, yesterday, Vossi watched the golf after we went off air. Hideki Matsuyama um, started the day six behind the leaders. Shot the lowest oh, closing round. 62. Incredible. Some of the shots late in his round. Unbelievable. So Matsuyama... Uh, won by a couple of shots. Jason Day looked like he was going to make a run before the final round got underway, but that didn't eventuate. But he was the highest finisher out of the Australians. Uh, Adam Scott a bit further behind him. Cam Davis, we spoke yeah. about him at the back that end of bus, this. That bus yes. crash. Second, third and fourth rounds um, over par. Uh, we are here for Brydon's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brydon's Lawyers. Remember, this show is all about you call us on 1300 01 1170. You know it's early up there in Queensland, but hop on the phone. The open line is all yours, and we have lines available right now. We'll be back in just a moment with all your calls and texts right here on SEN, the home of sport. Welcome back to SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. The chance of more storms across Sydney today. Big ones swept through uh, the, the Sydney yesterday, heading for 26 in the city and west. So eh, 26, not too bad, not too hot. Vossi, good morning if you're in Brisbane with us for another half an hour before Patton Hills will be along. Showers up there today as well, top of 29. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers, unable to work due to injury or illness. 
contact Bryden's lawyers. And lesson learned yesterday again. Um, you know, if lightning's about, don't don't be complacent. Get indoors rather than standing out under a tree waiting for things to pass. I mean, people, what was it? The four people, the yep. lightning strike. It burnt them. It, they mm. weren't electrocuted. They were burnt uh, by the strike. I mean, lightning can just hit the ground. The lightning bolts can scorch the earth. So, um, if best you can to get, get inside. inside. Yep. Don't get complacent. Uh, morning, boys. Any chance of getting Andy Pascalides on to chat about Heart of Football Organisation promoting heart health in sport? Reckon it would be helpful to the listeners of SEN. Keep up the top work. KY2. Andy, yeah, he's been a great driver of that because Andy's said, like, you know, it, yes, at professional level, you've got all the facilities there, but all the social competitions and mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, dare I say, people who are past it that are playing you know at an older age playing social football on the weekend what medical facilities are there when unfortunately people have episodes yeah um, so Andy's been a driver of that to so to make sure community sports grounds have some sort of facilities yes yep. yes to, well, that's what um, they need isn't it to help in, in that um, in that uh, moment um, morning boys the rat catcher here good to hear from the rat catcher Brandy Yep. Uh, non-alcoholic spirits are up there with the bait and tackle bouncing on horseback. Sickening. Yeah. <laughs> Catch you. Can't move on from the mankini just yet. Uh, no, and we do have one about the mankini. I'm tra- Big G says, Fossium, interested in finding out how the family pet is going. Did you try feeding him something different? Still no food. Mm. No. And also, did you watch the first episode of Undisputed? If so, thoughts. Mm. Have so you watched Undisputed? No, but Philip the Axolotl in the Voss household has now gone, he's into his fourth week without food. He's on a hunger strike. Wow. How's he going? Well, that's it. Very skinny. (laughs) Not doing much, but he's still with us. And what is it? A what? An axolotl. axolotl. A a Mexican walking fish. You know, they walk around. Right. Cool little things. So are they in water or? Yeah, water. They come out? They don't come onto land. No, the, the Mexican walking fish, no. He just walks underwater. Uh, but there you go. Uh, news just coming through, too, as we break away from the text of a police operation northbound on the Harbour Bridge. Uh, so this story is just happening. Unclear at this stage what's happening, but you can expect delays, as you can understand, if you're heading north over the Harbour Bridge. So that's out of the city. Police operation there. Heading towards SEM. If you're rushing over to get an autograph, maybe of Dan. Dan, any autographs, anyone? Oh, Dan. Uh, so, so Lieutenant Dan is back to work this morning. Yeah, um, good, good. Remember good we spoke update. about yesterday. Had had, had yep. the day off because uh, the lounge was getting delivered. Dan, how did the Come. lounge... How, how is it? Well, it's good. Thank you for asking and thank you for the concern. No, very good. All, almost didn't get into the house, though, which is very, very bad, but did get there in the end. Thank right. you for asking, okay. though. No, that's all right. And they, they obviously turned up early in the morning. Yes, they were there. Start. Yes, uh, they were there at 8.30, actually. Iron Bronco good. said, how's the new couch, Lieutenant Dan? It's good. It's good. Very long. Waited until, since October for it. So it's been a long wait, but it has now wow. arrived. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's Worth the fun. wait. Worth the wait. Uh, the Iron Bronco does go on to say, surely the kicking will be affected by narrowing of the field. Even with the top kickers like DCE and Adam Reynolds, I'd be very surprised to see any 40-20s the whole weekend. A lot of kicking out in the full. Field's a little shorter too, um, just quietly. It's, uh, f- I think, four metres shorter as well. 
So that that's so the re- before though across England that's happened yeah. just about every ground you play it in the UK. They yeah, uh, normally right. they they shorten the gap between uh, the you know the twenty and the thirty. Try line the twenty. Yeah, that just sort of gets mm. it's just just a little space, <laughs> seven meters or something there. But yeah. that's how they uh, that's how they deal with it. If Joe brings so much money to Union, why are they still broke? Um, the Logan Warrior, you ask that question. Yeah, that that would be because it's not actually physical cash. No. It's just a notional value put on the publicity. What does that publicity generate? If you were to pay for that newspaper space, what would it cost you? Well, I'm saying Vegas. What would it cost Rugby League to get so much coverage of its sport? And you put the figure, Harry. Uh, uh, Brady, <laughs> Harry Alexander. You yeah. put the figure on it. I've got um, a cousin, Harry. Well, that'll do for the morning, yeah. Harry Alexander. You put a hundred million on it. You're probably right. Thanks. You're bro. probably right. Hundred million. Yeah. That's what they. Hundred million. No more. 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 Than more. Million. Yeah. More. Oh, yeah, Full more. page spread. Uh, the Pearl says, "Boys, I've got friends in San Francisco, Reno, and New York. Um, New York State, all sports, but not league fans. Yes, they call it rugby, but uh, all have heard about the games in Vegas, and not from me. So publicity is good." School of thought is you've got to really push. And, and Jimmy had an interview yesterday. I can't remember the name of the guest, but saying that you know NRL is probably what they should push. They're coming here to play is. NRL. In of America, course. they play, you know, exactly. NFL, NHL. Yes. Major League Baseball, MLB, yeah. NBA. Because once they call it rugby, good luck yep. trying to explain to them that there's a different type <laughs> yes. of rugby. Forget it. Yep. NRL should have been the, the catch cry. NRL. NRL, come and watch the NRL. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, yep. thank you for that. Apparently, the marketing push over there is, is basically starting today, as far as I'm aware. I think 10 days. It's a 10-day marketing push in Vegas and to the locals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haven't done much marketing. Or, and so, push for ticket sales. See what traction that gets. That They've got a sporting event. You know, brush you two on that night, or Christine Aguilera, or David Copperfield, and come along and watch NRL. Rugby, yep. rugby league, mm-hmm. at Allegiant Stadium, the Super Bowl Stadium. I think it's a great help that the Super Bowl venue is the venue for the games. I think they can trade off that a little bit as well. Uh, this is Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. After the 6.30 news, we're going to talk about this bloke who got caught keying cars, allegedly keying cars. He's been charged at his day in court yesterday for his first court appearance. What sort of punishment should he get? Let's throw it open to the court of the Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy Family. I'm sure they'll come up with something decent. We will hand down the punishment to someone who keys cars. You can also have your say on the Edgewater Homes text line, Edgewater Homes Mortgage Fund. This is a great deal. Up to 1500 a month off your home loan. T's and C's apply. And now on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, the back page with Michael Carianis. MC. I'm always very concerned when you want me to, to straighten up the attack. Right, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's fair enough, too, and especially on a narrow field. Drifting across field. Here comes Carianos. Oh, Carianos smashed. Folded. Another Folded. hospital pass from Alexander. Yes, dumped yeah. it off to a straight running Carianos. Run into that gap there, Michael. Um, um, what, what do you think? What, like, what, the cost of Vegas would be enormous year one, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have. I don't have a number, guys, but I don't know. Well, we're talking about 10 mil. I don't know. What number would we 
would we be throwing out there? What's the rent of the stadium? Work work your way back from game day, the game day experience. You'd have to rent the stadium. You don't get that for nothing. Yeah. No. So there's a cost. (laughs) Everyone flying business. Everyone Everyone, flying business. All the players players flying business. I know there's Mm, obviously some partnerships with airlines and and the like. So it's hard to know exactly how much is being paid for, what you know, what deals the, the NRL's done with certain businesses and the like. But, yeah, they, you know, if they break even in year one, it's, it's a miracle. And that was oh. never the... I don't think that was ever the purpose. Yeah, yeah no. no. Yep, yep. I don't think they could anyway. possibly break even. Couldn't it's, possibly no. break even. It's all about it's the all gonna be pursuit of the punting dollar and the investment. The payday will be potentially years down the track. If we establish yeah. a, a revenue stream in America, because we're going there five years in a row, you'd hope by year three, four, five, that it is established mm. and there is so it's, revenue yeah. generated. So it seems like broadcasting is the key to it, getting the game on Fox Sports 1 in the US on a regular basis. Um, yeah. And I, That's huge. Uh, we, and the fact that it's going to be on Fox Sports 1 is huge. Um, yeah. That's this year. The, is, has that happened? Yeah, that, that's... Has, the, well, I don't know. No, it's never. Been, it's my understanding. It's never been on Fox, Fox Sports. One's like I think it's like their main channel over yeah, there. At the moment, yeah. it's been on like soccer channels or whatever the case may be. Mm. You know, on stations mm. that show the the soccer and stuff like that. So it's been a, a bit mm. away from the the viewing eyes. But this is on their main channel, front and center, prime time, um, which is you know huge and, and a huge investment for the Fox and and for the NRL. It's a, it's a major shot in the arm to try and. Um, get this, uh, you know, in front of people. Yeah. Does that happen throughout the the, the season, MC? Like throughout the the rugby league season, will it be on? Will there be game? How many? How many games are on Fox yeah. Sports One weekly? Yeah, I'm not sure, um, mm. Brandy, exactly what the rest of the year looks like. You, you, when you speak to the NRL, that they, they talk about um, trying to get as many eyeballs on that watch NRL up, which uh, you know, the, oh, yeah. that's stuff they'll yep. be able to measure, right? They'll be able to measure. Mm. Okay, you know, we had. A thousand people signed up for it last year. We've got ten thousand this year, whatever the case may be. And they go, okay, we're tracking in the right direction. It's made some sort of impact because, as everyone, like I'm of the belief, and I'm sure you guys are too, they've just got to work out how to get eyeballs. And once they get eyeballs, people will enjoy it. Yeah, the difference between Fox Sports Two and Fox Sports One is astronomical. When you talk about potential eyeballs, as I understand it, Fox Sports Two is closer to their up around the. 200th between 100 and 200 ranked station in America, Fox Sports 1 is is top 10 stuff. So, you know, the potential reach of Fox Sports 1 and those that Mm. tune into Fox Sports 1 is, is, again, I use the word astronomical compared to being on Fox Sports 2. So down the track, rugby league might be on a more consistent basis, not on Fox Sports 1, but the first chance we get is on the main channel. Let's make Mm. this huge... Both games. And they will be taking the Australian coverage. The Fox League coverage of Australia mm. is what will be broadcast throughout America. Well, Voss is going to go worldwide. Mm. You're out there. You're out <laughs> there. Suddenly got a bit nervous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, MC, uh, the Charity Shield at Jubilee, you, you were you were there. What's What, what happened? I was there. Outside? I was there. And first game that I've been to of the year obviously and then I'm, I'm walking in haven't even hit the gates yet so I'm about two metres from the gates and I hear Carianis and I turn around and it's the great Gary from Newtown nice. who's um, 
he got me. He got me. He got me good for a, a good ten or fifteen minutes, running me through his his theories and some of the things I said over summer and the like. And it was interesting. The last game that I went to was the grand final, and I ran into Gary there as well. And the first game of 2024 that I go to, I run into the great Gary. And yeah. listeners, it's exactly the same as he is um, mm. on air, where it's hard to sort of um, segue out of the conversation. What you see is what you get. What you hear is what you get. What you get. What you hear. Yeah. And was yeah. there any wisdom, anything there that you want to pass on, Michael? Or oh, is, nothing uh, that we haven't heard now. before. No, yeah. nothing that we haven't mm. heard before, guys. So um, he was very excited for uh, Parramatta's chances. Right. Parameters okay. Chances. Well, right. we'll wait until he. Um, gives us a call to, to go through that. Bunker now reviewing every field goal. There, <laughs> there could be some problems. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one, right? Because the Bunker always had the ability to look at any scoring play over the last couple of years. Um, whether or not they reviewed every field goal, I'm not sure. But I guess it, it comes down to um, the blockers now. I think there's going to be a bit more of a, a watch on um, you know, you know how people line up and take the markers out, or whatever the case may be from field goals. Whether or not that is part of, of their plan to try and eradicate that to give the chasers uh, a little bit more of an opportunity. So I think that's probably where we're going to see um, the the bunker come into it. Obviously, you know they, they've always had the ability to check um, for field goals, field goals over the last couple of years. But I guess there's going to be extra scrutiny on uh, whether or not those um, blockers take some chasers out of play. Mm. Yep, definitely. And and that well getting the blockers out of the road's a good thing. Um Schuster won't be on the plane uh to Manly. What about his chances of um coming back and being fit? Is he Nelly there? Yeah, I think he's he's just got this calf niggle that that's been ongoing for for a little bit of time. Like he had a he had a massive block before Christmas where he looked really, really good and then he, he got um I think he had the, the measles or chicken pox or something like that, which set him back and then he broke his finger and, and then he did his calf. So it's been one thing after another. And uh, the sad thing for, for Manly and Schuster was that the fact around December, they said he was outstanding. He looked really good. He'd come back early and it was in great shape. And so it was outstanding. He dropped for him. And then he's a guy that needs to be on the training field. Uh, otherwise, things sort of slip away from him a, a little bit. Uh, they've made the decision. I think it's the right one not to send him to Vegas because of all the travel and the like, he needs to focus on um, staying here and, and getting his body right in the hope that um, he might be in contention for, for round two. It's not a long-term injury. Um, so, you know, if he plays, you know, there's some suggestion he might play a trial game this weekend and then um, potentially, uh, you know, a reserve grade game where he might head into round two, hopefully for, for Manly. Mm. Uh, we've got a text message here. It says, uh, Parliament's going dry. Um, they're talking about bringing breathalysers in. Uh, do we know if the bunker's dry? Should they have a breathalyzer in the bunker? <laughs> well, of course. They... <laughs> oh, <laughs> you can't well, say that. Okay. It's it's... Brandy, we've been in there. It is, and Michael, I'm pretty sure you have too. It's the ultimate man yeah. cave, though, isn't it? Like with all the screens. Wow. Oh, I screens counted, I think, 38, 39 screens. And, you yeah, know, split level, mezzanine levels, and imagine that, <laughs> the pizza boxes and the Uber Eats. and oh, How good would it be on a Super Saturday at Fox League? Three games back-to-back and you're in the bunker. Whew. Fantastic. Yeah, some great company in there too, yeah. Uh, yeah. MC, uh, Warrior Holic's got a question. He says, Vossie, ask MC if he still thinks the Wars will come 10th after the weekend. I have those receipts locked away. Mm. <laughs> uh, look, trial games aren't changing my mind. 
um, on, on, on anything that I may have predicted pre-season, so I'm not ready. But it's it's tough one. The Warriors are, are a good side, so um, mm. I have to do my predictions in December. And uh, yeah, I, I just think it's it's tough. You got to leave some sides out, unfortunately. And um, I'm going for the Warriors, but it would not good. surprise me if they're in the A. Yeah, good luck trying to pick everyone. Like sides from six to thirteen, it's it could exactly. be any one of them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's tough. Um, boys, you forgot the greatest expense for Vegas. Something to do with Dean Ritchie. Is is Dean Ritchie going? He um, is I'm, going. Boyle's going. He is yeah. going. Right. Yeah. Okay. So he apparently orders a bit. Think. Can eat a bit, can he? Or <laughs> there he is. I'm not sure. What the, I'm not sure what the hidden message is there. No, I don't know. No, I don't, I don't know. I've got, got no idea. What are we hinting yeah. at there? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Where's that come from? What, what's is the dog going to get up MC's Barber Sober. Is MC's Barber Sober as a text? My barber? Um, My barber doesn't have a lot of work to do. No. Mystery man, when's Riccio back? Like we didn't get enough to carry out. It's over the summer. <laughs> isn't there some luck for you, Michael, today? It's just beautiful. <laughs> Riccio's back uh, this week, isn't he? I think he's back Thursday. Tomorrow. Yeah, back tomorrow, David Ricky. Oh, tomorrow, is it? Okay, tomorrow. Yeah, there you yeah. go. All right. So where do we land? We, What figure? Because we do have to get you to commit a figure, put a cost on it, oh. Vegas. Let's let's f- f- finish with a figure right. and we'll put it in That's a time okay. capsule and see if we were right. How much? Well, let's go between 15 and 20 mil. Gee, that went up. It was 10 million a few minutes ago. Mm. That's, well, yeah, well. Uh, we had the... the I think, the, I think there's it's been like stuff that. as well before that. Yeah. I don't know. What are you guys thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking you you sound about right. You're on the money, I think, MC. I'm going to say 20 million. 20 million. Little change out of that. Thank you, Michael Karianis from The Telegraph. We can uh, follow any breaking stories on The Telegraph website during the day. Sport the Law on Breakfast with Bossy and Brandy. For Bryden's lawyers, let our team of professionals help with your legal matter. Morning, Lee. I'm just, just sorry, Lee. Another uh, very important grunt. text to read, Lee. Sorry, from the Berkeley Eagle. 30 foot of grunt is 9.14 metres of grunt. Thank you for that text, Berkeley Eagle. Now, now Lee, welcome to the program. How are you? Uh, thank you, gentlemen. No, very well, thank you. And uh, always a pleasure to be with you. I just can't believe how quickly the week comes around. Yeah, in your mm. travels, have you taken in American sport, Lee? I have. Um, I've done uh, quite a few, a few trips over there over the years. Did a, a phenomenal one with the family some years ago where we ended up uh, on Christmas Day at 2 o'clock in the afternoon watching the Warriors and the Cavs. Um, and then on New Year's Eve, ended up watching some NFL in, uh, in Los Angeles. So I've been very privileged to watch a bit of sport over there. I'm not a huge fan of American sport, but I do love uh, the drama, the theatrics. So they do that very well. Can you recall halftime? Like, we, we are both having fun, but of a serious nature, what are we going to do? We're trying to make the best possible impression we can with this thing called Rugby League that we're taking to Vegas, and it's a double header. There's two half times. You know, there's a break between games, no doubt. What do we do for entertainment? What, what do you think the expectation of the sports fan there would be? Uh, it would be a lot, I think, because the Americans do it so well. Like, remember um, the game on Christmas Day, they had a T-shirt on every... So I think 20,000 people... They had a T-shirt available for everyone. So everyone put the T-shirt on. So it looked phenomenal seeing 20,000 people dressed alike. But the entertainment before and uh, and during the game and then at halftime is, is somewhat spectacular. The Americans expect that as part and parcel of the sporting extravaganza. So the Australians will need to get their thinking cap on and, and do something to attract that sort of attention. 
Andrew Abdo's mm. just looking up now. T-shirts, so 65,000 <laughs> <laughs> T-shirts, which Captain added Ch- to the bill. Yeah, yes. Captain Charger out of retirement. Maybe a, maybe a mascot off. You know, yeah. The old mascots, whatever they do. Um, what about Hindy and reuniting Hindy with the Thunder from Down Under? Did you thunder have, did, have down you under seen... a strip show at halftime? Yeah, that'd be yeah. that'd that'd be something. The... A strip show. Now, Lee, um, mm. we can't talk about the specifics of this case, although the I do feel obliged to run this grab again of a man who appeared in court yesterday, thirty-four-year-old from Blacktown, um, who allegedly keyed cars. This was his defence outside court yesterday. I'm not uh, saying I didn't key a car, but the circumstances as to how they became keyed, but Jesus Christ, I, all day it's hot, I'm walking, I'm a little overweight. I, I, I doubt that was legal counsel that advised him to say that. Oh, that's just a, uh, just a stab in the dark there. But can we speak more broadly about the act of keying cars, which absolutely pisses all of us off? Uh, what are the maximum penalties one could find if they were guilty of such an offence? Yeah, it's difficult to correlate weight gain with the king of a car. I'm not exactly sure what the nature of that relationship was, but putting that to one side, uh, malicious damage is contained in Section 195 of the Crimes Act, and it provides that if a person who intentionally or recklessly destroys or damages property belonging to another can be liable for imprisonment up to five years. So it is regarded by the law as a very serious offence. There are other provisions contained within the Crimes Act, though, and depends on the value of the property that has been uh, maliciously destroyed. Most of these cases would be dealt with in the local court and where the, uh, the maximum sentence is less. It provides for if the property is less than $5,000, imprisonment of up to 12 months or a fine of $5,500. And if the damage to the property is over $5,000, then up to 24 months imprisonment with a fine of $11,000. So mm-hmm. it's regarded uh, very seriously as it should be. It's, it's no different to larceny or stealing in the sense that you've deprived someone else of their property. So it's, it's viewed in True. the same way. True. Mm. Um, now, language on television, and oh. particularly at, at, at time, like at prime time, you know, around... What, what is prime time between 7 oh. and 8, well, 39? Well, Brandy, you went on... Uh, the reason we're bringing this up, we're throwing, and I hope you don't mind us throwing this at you, Lee, uh, James Magnuson on the Friday episode of the program had pulled out um, a grab. He wanted to talk about maths, the Married at First Sight, and an exchange that had happened earlier in the week. But well, I assume between 7.30 and 8 o'clock, we ran it past our lawyers <laughs> who who said, well, OK, we're going to have to beat this out, beat that out. Dan, do we have that just to play it? Um, this was the particular grab. This is running at prime time, TV, family hours at night. Yes. I said yes. Do you perform? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pinching a partner or using any kind of on them during sex. I said yes. Ooh, I'm going to give that a double tick. <laughs> Being or by a partner in the context of sexual I'm going to say yes for you. Am I right? Yeah, I said yes. Bang on with that. Yes. I'm looking There's at Brady's face. There's, There's it wasn't beat out. It wasn't beeped yes. out in the show, okay? So yeah, it's not beeped out in the yeah. show. Mm. No. So 
What are the rules, Lee? <laughs> are there any rules anymore about primetime television as far as you're aware? Like, if, if, if one person can, can complain about a bloke in a mankini on a horse at an equestrian fancy dress show, surely there are people complaining about Married at First Sight and what is said in the content and the language. Well, I, I assume that when you say uh, broadcast in prime time, we're talking about after 8.30pm. Would I be correct in that? No. Well, I, I don't know. You think so? Yeah. No, I, I think so. Uh, well, I can... Yeah, yeah I'm not pretty sure because... The time, the, the, there, there is. Commercial television industry is obviously governed by a code of practice uh, commenced in December of 2015. All programs have to be classified, as you know, PG... Uh, M or MA15+. plus. That's the highest classification for free-to-air television. Now, MA15+, plus can only be broadcast between 8.30pm and 5am on any day. Now, MA15+, plus would include uh, realistic depictions of violence, depictions of implied sexual activity containing detail, uh, depictions of nudity, use of very coarse language must be appropriate to the story or the program context. <laughs> I'm not sure how that That's works. Loose. Yeah, uh, loose. No detailed depiction of intravenous drug use. No methods of suicide should be shown. And the treatment of strong adult themes should be justified. So that's MA15+. Plus. And as I said, that's restricted to 8.30pm to 5am the following morning. Now, if there is a breach, of course, complaint can be made and fines can be issued to the licensee. Now, for comparative purposes, I had a look at um, uh, paid television. And, of course, uh, they're not regulated by the same authority. They have ASTRA, which is the Australian Subscription Television and Radio Association. They also have an additional rating of R18+. Plus. Uh, all of these programs can be broadcast at any time of the day, although R18 plus programs must be capable of restriction by disabling the device. As we know, you've got that parental control on your Foxtel box. Uh, but otherwise, uh, it's open slather on paid TV. But as to free-to-air, um, it couldn't be shown before 8.30. And as I say, it's got to be shown uh, in context of the programming. So all of this, of course, is in the eye of the beholder, how people judge it and whether it's appropriate or otherwise. I, I, I reckon there would have been a few complaints coming in. That it, there would have had to have been. Like, as you said, if, you, if someone's complaining about a bloke dressing up in a mankini at a fancy dress <laughs> horse riding party... <laughs> no, but, but isn't Dropping. your best form look let's be serious Lee isn't the best form of complaint switch off like seriously like if you're really Absolutely. offended if you, if you just watch something else there's plenty yeah. to pick from no but no no very very true I, um, I'm a big advocate of movies and whatnot. I watched something on the weekend I think it was Saturday afternoon and there was a movie called Hall Pass with Owen Wilson and uh, I could not believe the level of male nudity in that for three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. Is that right? just on free to air? I'm free to air telling. Uh, no, that was on Fox. No, on oh, Fox, on Fo one of okay. their movie channels. Yeah. So I quickly went back to it. Was I think it might have been a break in the football? So I think I went quickly okay. back to the rugby league. Yeah, so what you're saying with, yes. with the maths? With the maths, it must have been after eight thirty. And then if it's after eight thirty, that's that's yeah, now, fair game. I'm going to say to Brandy, I have issue. Which one of your sons is on Morning Glory with Matty Johns doing the movie stuff? Liam. Liam. I'm at odds with Liam, the movie Saltburn. I would describe it as the biggest load of steaming turd I think I'd ever seen on a, on a movie screen. I, I, <laughs> I dead set walked out. He called it yeah. cutting edge mm, and, yeah. and, you know, uh, courageous, you know, storylines and what have you. I just thought it was a steaming turd. 
Um, salt burn, <laughs> I suppose. Again, you can walk out. If you don't like it, you just walk out. You don't have to lodge a complaint. But, um, mm. yeah, that that's came to mind because yeah, I was seeing The Morning I, Glory I last Friday. It was a shocking yeah. movie. Dreadful. I dreadful. haven't seen it, I'm happy to say, and have no intentions of watching it from what I've read. No, no, there you go. Well, do we digress? What a good segment this is. There mm. we go. Saltburn. Zero empty. Uh, Lee, thank you. Um, we, we, well, we don't want to go down the Mancini complaint. There's nothing legal there, is there? Like, uh, when someone's offended, what can, can the next step be involving something legal? The, the, the inquiry was shut down almost you know, in 24 yeah. hours. No, but there, people there must no ring Brighton's lawyers. They must They must ring your business, Lee. We, we give you number, one eight hundred eight four eight eight four eight. You must get some unusual calls of complaint uh, about things uh, very that much, you have to yeah, advise very, on. Yeah, very much so. Particularly backyard disputes. Disputes between neighbours and the like can get very, very petty. Some are more serious than others, of course. Uh, questions about people peering over the neighbour's fence and what they see. And as you say, if you don't want to see, don't peer over their, over their fence. <laughs> but um, any questions of public nudity and the like or, or obscene exposure is, is governed by the yeah. Summary Offences Act. But it's been interpreted to concern male and female genitalia. So I don't think the wearing of a mantini would cross that line. No. But if said people were offended, no. leave. No. And so yes, Michael Carianis's right. neighbour who sees him on the back deck doing his morning report on our show and he's you know, pretty much nude, um, that's, that's Michael's business. You know, Don't peer over the fence. Don't look. Yeah. Let Michael go well, that, about that his job. That might be an exception. That could yes. be the exception there because <laughs> Michael Carianis, nude or nearly nude, would be grossly offensive, I would have thought, to any community standard. So. Well, apparently he's got four times as much hair on his back as he has on his head. I mean, it's, 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 it's oh. a big rug, so I can imagine it's a big hairy bear. Uh, this has been a most interesting segment, Lee. It, uh, tell your friends about it and listen to it on the podcast. Um, Bryden's Lawyers, though, on a serious note, the best legal advice. Your hardworking team on deck there again today. And, and Lee, who knows what we're going to talk about next week, but it'll be hard to top today's agenda. Mm. I'm looking forward to it. Gentlemen, have a great week. Good on you, Thank Lee. You. We had Gipentelis, Bryden's lawyers, right here on breakfast. We sorted some Brandon. sorted some problems yeah. out there, didn't we? We have. Mm. And sorry about. I'm, I am bagging your son, Liam, because I think a very poor judge of a movie, Saltburn. Yeah, that's not nice. But, you, you, but, you're treading on. Fo- um, yeah, well, yeah, treading. I think he, I think his rating was precariously. Was, well, his rating was all wrong. You pass that on from me. That's, rating all wrong. That's, well, that's to each to their own. Mm. All right. Uh, breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, home of Sport SEN. Dan? Sport and the Law on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. For Bryden's lawyers, let our team of professionals help with your legal matter.